When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Welcome back to the FlowTrack Podcast. I'm Kevin Sully, joined by Gordon Mack, Podcast at gmail.com. You can find the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and on our website, flowtrack.org slash Podcast. Gordon, we're going to talk about something that's your maybe favorite topic in track and field, which is rules within USATF and really getting into the minutiae. I know that's why you wake up every day. Yeah, it's why I got involved with the sport. To talk about minutia. How do you even spell minutia? I think it's M I N and then a bunch of other letters. U is in yeah. there, a T is in there. That would uh, be a good spelling B word, minutia. Because everyone yeah. knows it, but they're like, no one knows how to quite spell it. That's true. That's true. What, so w- what we're discussing here is the ambiguity, another spelling B word if you want. Oh, that's probably pretty low level. That'd be a, that'd be a first round word for you ambiguity around whether or not times that athletes run this summer can be used for 2021 Olympic trials qualifiers. World Athletics said previously that no times could be used for Olympic qualifiers or world rankings until the end of November. But we don't know if that's the case. We've heard conflicting reports on whether that's the case for Olympic trials marks. Obviously, that impacts a larger group of people because there's more people in the trials in the Olympics, especially from the American side of things. But what's your what's your thought process here about about this issue? Well, let's just kind of do a timeline of how we came to this point for those who don't know. So basically, what is it, June first? Was it when they made the announcement for the new rules? Oh, got me on let's that one. June. I thought you said. I think it's. I think it's I think it's June 1st, early June. Anyway, so let's take even small, farther back. Obviously, Go farther back. Uh, take me way back. Take us back to Albuquerque when you and I were sitting in the yeah, stands, NCAA indoors was about to start, and then all of a sudden, everybody left. So COVID happens, and the track world starts shutting down, right? The Olympics trials get postponed. The Olympics then get postponed. Uh, all these big meets, you know, especially local meets, get postponed or canceled. Mm-hmm. And during this whole time, USATF is trying to put out, like, news about the new rules about, like, hey, when we're going to come back and kind of trying to keep athletes and coaches and meet directors in the know about how they're planning to handle this pandemic situation with track meets and all that stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What happened was uh, most meets were canceled, right? But now – they're seeing that like, hey, meets might be able to happen in the second half of the summer, notably August and September. 
in October because we saw like the Diamond Leagues coming back, some international meets are coming back. Um, and so USATF put out a statement about how to put on a track meet in the world of COVID, right? And right. most people aren't going to read this document. I don't really care how USATF is going to put on a track meet in the year in the in the year of COVID. There's probably like ten people in the entire country who care, and those ten people are going to be ten meet directors who actually care. Mm-hmm. Meet directors who actually are like trying to put on a USATF sanctioned meet. So mm-hmm. this document gets published, and the meet directors look at it and like, wait a minute, we're not going to be able to if you run a three thirty. 338 1500 that time won't count to qualify you for the olympic trials why is anyone like why are we putting on a meet then like if mm-hmm. if all the marks that people run don't count towards olympic trials what's the point of putting on a meet and it's even more important because if you think about this say you are an athlete who was trying to qualify for the olympic trials right mm-hmm. and you're like an up-and-coming athlete say this was a year of 20 people would really try to they're not most people but like there's maybe 30 percent of people qualifying for the trials maybe even more are probably going to try to hit that mark in the in the spring of 2020 right spring slash early summer of 2020 you have those last chance meets i want to make the trials that's when they try to do it right now obviously they couldn't do it because they took away all those meets and now mm-hmm. They're saying like, oh, so then, but those, some of those athletes are still fit and they're like, Hey, can I try to qualify in the, in August of 2020? Why do I have to sit on my ass until December of 2020? And really, if you think about it, because they might, it's probably easier for some of them to qualify, especially like in sprint events, it's probably easier to Mm -hmm. qualify, not indoors. So some of these athletes are going to be sitting on fitness for an entire year. They're not going to be having really a true chance to qualify for the Olympic trials until uh, April of 2021. And they were ready to go in April of 2020. So like, it's just like, are we supposed to expect athletes to just wait a year before they start like getting in shape again? Whereas a lot of these athletes are like, Hey, we have an entire second half of 2020 where regulations and starting to open up and people are starting to allow to put on some track meets. Why are we just going to throw that up that window out the door because of. You throw a, a window out the door just there. Yeah. Throw the window out the door. Win- <laughs> Dude. I've, I, I've thrown w- windows out the doors. It's a, it's, it's a, it's a big moment. Yeah. I, that, that'd be That's good really moment. not throwing a window out the door. <laughs> anyway. So, so basically this, they've created this rule saying all the times that you run in the summer aren't going to count yeah, for the Olympic yeah. trials. And on paper, it's like, yeah, it makes sense because that's what World Athletics is doing. Who cares? But when you really think about it, the opportunity for these smaller meet director meets, these Portland meets, these you know Music City Distance Carnivals, Myler meets, uh, the sound running meets that Jesse Williams puts on in L.A., they're mm-hmm. like, why? What, what the hell? You know, so – well, I think USATF, and then basically Letron kind of put put well the meet directors started tweeting about it. They're like, "What the hell?" And then Letron, uh, John Galt kind of interviewed them. They, they were like, "Yeah, this is stupid." I was get I got some calls from coaches being like, "This is stupid," and I was like, "They're like, why are they doing this?" It's like, "Cause USATF is stupid." 
not stupid. I think they're they don't think before they do sometimes because they have a history of doing this type of stuff. And then eventually, the USATF was like, "Oh shit, yeah, that doesn't make sense." And now they're starting to try to walk it back, which is good news. Mm-hmm. For I went on a ten minute uh, rant just to say that USATF didn't think before didn't think what they were doing was a big deal, and then these 10 meat directors created into a big deal. Now they realize, Oh shit, we actually should let them run. Yeah. Well, the war athletics rules I th- at the time, I think makes sense. Cause you're true. Yes. The time is a flat, t- like it's a flat standard, right? You make it, you're in, but in essence you are competing against other people, right? Because in some events, not everybody, not enough people get the standard and they fill the field, right? So you would be at an advantage, even if you missed the qualifying time by a 10th of a second, but you're the next one on that list, you would be uh, in an advantageous position, right? If you were able to get in a race and run that time. So I understand that because throughout the world, everybody's under different circumstances with lockdown. So it's not fair. Within the United States though, by August, if if there aren't any travel restrictions and people are able to move about uh, freely and safely to get to these meets and, and it abides by all the guidelines, then you'd say, well, everybody has almost an equal opportunity to to get to all these meets and to run these times. Ergo, you could, you could open the qualifying window back up. I think that's what the meet directors would be arguing here. Correct? Yeah. Yeah. Because there is, maybe I don't notice, but if you live in Maine, you're allowed to fly to Texas or you're allowed to fly to California, right? Currently, yeah. Well, now I just saw this morning the governor of New York talking about potentially putting in a quarantine for people coming from Florida for 14 days, which was interesting because the opposite happened, I believe, earlier in the year with people leaving New York and going to other states and and having a mandated quarantine. So, yes, it's very... I mean, all this stuff should have six asterisks by it, right? All this stuff should say tentative, 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 effective um, until we find out further information. But if people are able to fly and and reasonably compete, because I do see it as an equity, and uh, you know, if one part of the country is is not able to to travel because of a, a pandemic and compete, then they are at a disadvantage during the qualifying window. And you can say, well, they could just run the the the, the qualifying standard themselves. Well, that, that is true. But again, they do have these situations where they have to fill fields with a descending order list. And in that case, someone's going to be an advantage, even if they don't get the time, but they were the next fastest or the fourth fastest. Right. I mean, it, especially that 1500, which I think is, is an, is an important one, one to note. Like uh, it's always insanely competitive. The, the part that I think is also noteworthy though, is do you think someone like i don't know jenny simpson is worried about a trials qualifier no so whether or not not. she competes yeah whether or not she competes this summer or whether or not ben blankenship competes this summer or whoever that is going to be more that's going to hinge more on whatever world athletics decides so we're talking about a a, a group of people that are trying to scratch and claw to get into the trials. We're not necessarily talking about people we would consider favorites to make the Olympic team. 
Here's why that matters, though, because our sports foundation. Now, I don't mean to say people are trying to get into the trials are the same as the participation people, because I'm not saying that. Just for the record, are you going to do that? You're going to go full Carl Lewis here and be like, "We need to cut this down." It needs to be no, no. But the thing is, like, if you're putting on a track meet, right? You put on a track meet. Say you have four, five events, right? Yeah, yeah. Probably, at the best, you probably are going to have two to three in each event that mm-hmm. are people want to care watch, like a Jenny Simpson or Sensuitz or Craig Angles, right? So you have five events. And say two per race are actually like good, good enough where they don't care about getting Olympic trials qualifiers. They're just there to run fast, have a good race, you know, whatever. So that's 10 people, right? But you're not going to put on a track meet, which is two people racing each other, right? You're not going to do that. And the track meet only survives if... Are you talking about trials or are you talking about... Are you talking about trials or are you talking about these other meets? These other meets. So these other meets, right? Yeah. So what I'm saying is like you need to give the non-elites, the non-Jenny Simpsons, a reason to get on an airplane to go to this meet. Jenny right, Simpson's right. reason to get on an airplane to go to a meet is because she's a world-class athlete. She wants to get some racing tune-ups and, you know, maybe rip a fast one. But yeah. for these people who are trying to qualify for Olympic trials, you need to give them that yeah. nugget because if they don't have that nugget, they're going to be like, why would I go to get – destroyed by jenny simpson this is a waste of my time i should just keep training yeah and so that's so what you're saying you're saying is like hey we need this carrot in order to get 80 percent of our field like okay we'll get 20 yeah. percent of our field with the elites but we need the 80 percent because they're gonna pay a meat fee they're gonna help put up like it, a lot of times the the money it takes to put on a meat is paid for by athlete yeah. entry fees right yeah I get so you're saying this is a more of a meat thing than an ish than a athlete thing because you're saying yeah any athlete any athlete who wants to get that trial standard even if they have a blackout window through November they still have December January February March April May to get it and that's enough of a window to try to run a trials qualifier you're just saying for these meets that aren't diamond league level these US circuit meets it puts them in a bad spot because why would you spend the money invest the time to run in a race that does not get you the trials qualifier is it am i understanding you correctly yeah well the meet director needs to get as many people in the races as they can right. and yeah. if you take away the carrot of for all the fringe trials qualifiers to come to the meet then that just yeah. removes the amount of people who are willing to come to your meet drastically and now all of a sudden you're like am i really just going to only have a meet with like four people in each race yeah. yeah, they're going to be good, but, like, who's going to pay for it, right? Because you maybe have to pay them a parents fee, and then all of a sudden you're just, like, you're in the hole, right? Well, you need these yeah. people to come in, like, yeah, I'll give you 50 bucks to be in this race. And then that adds up, right? Yeah. Well, and pacers, too. Like, if you want yeah. Jenny Simpson to if you want Jenny Simpson to run fast, sometimes she's being paced by somebody who's entered in a different event, who's there in the first place because they wanted to get a trial standard. Here's where I think – this goes and here's what I think needs to happen. And this is true. Even if the window is open today, this is true. Even if you have to wait until December to get a qualifying time, I think they need to figure out a way USATF, whoever to put some outdoor meets in the traditional indoor part of the schedule next year, be it February, early March, maybe even 
into January. Get some outdoor meets on the schedule to give people plenty of time to get those qualifying marks. I think that's where this needs to go. And at that point, the Olympic window will be open as well, assuming everything stays on course. So you could have both of those things as possibilities, trials and Olympic games qualifiers. And it doesn't need to be many. It doesn't need to be many, but a meet like an oxy type setup needs to happen. I think during that indoor season, because people going and running a, an indoor mile where it's tough to run fast, unless you're at BU, right. Is, is not what the athletes are really going to be clamoring for after not being able to race outdoors in 2020 much. Well, I mean, I think, the main thing also you think about it, like sprinters, like they're, they're, they're not qualifying for a 200 indoors. They're not, they don't have the hundred meter dash. They don't have the yeah, 110 hurdles. Yeah. Like it's a waste of a lot of these short sprinter people's times to be even doing some indoor events when they know they need to get as many opportunities to, to qualify in the outdoor events. I know you like, yeah, I love what you just said though. It just, even you in a weird way, just said a statement that I feel like is naive about the reality of the situation. You said the phrase USATF should put on some meets in January and February. USATF isn't going to do that shit. They don't got the money. They're not going to put on meets. They're not going to spend well, the they money put on, to put on a meet. They put on Oxy. They put on Oxy. That's a, that's a real meet. I, yeah, they, okay. That, that's some, one. Somebody, but they're like, they're, yeah, like, like USATF lives off of the collegiate system putting on these meets and paying for all, all this stuff. Yep. They live off of Mount Sac director. So we, USATF relies on people like a Mount Sac to put on a meet. And those Mount Sac yep. people only put on that meet because they get all the entry fees from all the high school coaches and all the college coaches to pay for it. You know, mm -hmm. like it's like, yep. you, it's, it's all like a pyramid scheme in a weird way where they are all just trying to get to yeah. the lowest denominator of exactly a pyramid hobby scheme. jogger, yes. like, young high school kid coach to like mass entries so therefore it can pay for yeah, the bottom the subsidized at the top at the top yeah 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 so i'm yeah. saying USATF, I, using... I don't think USATF whatever in their right mind put on a meet on their own they will just ask they will just just be like well, say thank you to jesse williams for putting on a meet in december or you know a portland track uh uh, the Portland track people putting on a meet Festival, in March. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. USATF no, is mean, I, shit though. Well, they put on. Sorry. I mean, Oxy's a real meat. Oxy's a real meat. Oxy's a real meat. That's not a real meat. So, so they put on. That's one. So I know it's just on, one, but that's one. It's still one. Yeah. So you you do that. Look, I'm I'm just saying you do one in December, one in January, one in February, one in March, like four total, and maybe they pick up one, and the other ones are picked up by people you were talking about before maybe it is a sunset tour that goes into the winter months or maybe it, they are able to do something at mount sack i you're right I, I use it more as a blanket term of like it would there is an there will be an appetite for meats in the yeah. in the winter months for everybody sprinters you bring up a good point although when we talk about sprinters qualifying for the olympics that's never really too much of a problem in terms of getting their their qualifying times because so many people in the United States because US is really strong in those events already has the the standard. But I mean I guess more my, more my point is it seems like people would want to do it. So they would get interest to put it on. Is that enough money to make it worth it? I don't know. I don't have access to the books to to tell you that, but 
from the Olympic trials fringe contender all the way through Diamond League quality person who just doesn't happen to have the Olympic standard, I think they would want to run in January, February. Yeah, and I also think are you gonna like are you gonna want are you gonna want to go to Milrose? I mean, there'll be money there, right? Are you gonna want to go to Milrose if you don't have the fifteen hundred standard, or are you gonna want to go to a place where it's set up to run super fast? Because we've no. seen this decision before. We've seen this decision before, and it's not a decision between indoor and outdoor. It's a decision between a U.S. Championship and BU, right? Yeah. And and a lot of people, or a U.S. Championship and running at Dempsey, and a lot of people choose to go for the fast time, to chase the fast time. Like they're not necessarily running the meat that's on TV. They're trying to get the time. So if they were willing to do that in previous years, I think especially so when fewer people have the actual standard. Gordon is yawning for those of you not watching. He's so <laughs> bored with my argument. He's physically yawning into the microphone after all he does, he just comes on he makes a bunch of spurious claims about, uh, about meats being held and governing bodies. And then he's just going to yawn. I just think though, I'm excited because I, like you said, you actually kind of love rules about the minutia of chaos, right? We are. What do you want to have happen though? A Pandora's box is coming. I just want to say in one, one of the trials next year, July. No, they're in June, July, right? June, no, end of June. No. Yeah, they're, June? they're they're right after they're right after okay, NCAA's. June. Yep. June of 2021, there's gonna be a Pandora's box, and it's gonna be broken open because there is going to be say someone runs a fast time in this window, right? During this time, say say USATF says you can run a fast time in August and we'll count it towards trials, right? So say okay, you're saying say someone gonna, go, okay. Say someone goes out and this. runs like goes out and runs like three thirty four, right? Yeah. And then most of the people and the, say they go in and they ha- probably have the second fastest time on the books, right? And they have the world mm-hmm. standard, but it doesn't count as a world standard. But they have the second fastest time, right? Mm-hmm. And then they, the trials happens and they finish like third or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, they, they finish in the top three. But basically – They don't have the Olympic qualifiers, is, what you're saying. They don't have the Olympic qualifier, but they do yeah. have it in the window where it wasn't allowed. But – and also their ranking is going to be lower, even though the ranking would have been higher if they included that 334 they ran in August of 2020. And there's going to mm-hmm. be like this person – who could be not chosen because their ranking is better because they, because when you take out the August races, they get bumped ahead of them. And there's going to be just like this, like I have a better resume, but the the rule book says the other guy has a better resume. And there's just going to be that little bit of a drama of like, who gets to go. That's what I mean. Yeah. The odds of that are long, though, and maybe it's going to be a situation where agent of chaos like yourself predicts the thing, the nine things that have to happen. But that's predicated on a someone running an Olympic trials time or Olympic qualifying time this summer, which is fast. So they'd have to be able to run yeah. a fast one this summer, and then not and then not replicate it though. So they're fast enough to run it now, but not 
replicating it before the trials. Uh, that's and then finishing in the top three in the trials. I mean, this is aren't we always just essentially arguing about the fifteen hundred? All these arguments just come out of the fifteen hundred. Men, men okay. men's fifteen hundred because the women's fifteen hundred they're good. They run fast. Yeah. Women yeah. know how to run fast. Maybe the men don't. once. And sometimes like the sometimes the ten thousand because I remember the women's yeah. ten thousand in in twenty twelve was tough to sort out when they cross the line. Wait, who's actually going? And I know last year outdoors in the in the five thousand there was some issues there because I mean women's eight hundred can Kate women's eight hundred oh so didn't the top three make yeah, it? Yeah, the no the person uh, Sierra Brown didn't even make the final and she got selected. Well, that's because they got the bonus one with Ajay, right? Yeah, but the fourth place, fifth yeah. place, sixth place, seventh place, and eighth place person yeah. all didn't go. Right. Well, that could have been that could have been that could have been trouble. But the three people who had the standard happened to go one, two, three. That's a that's an additional entry. I'm talking about when you're watching it on TV. Do you know that the three people crossing the line are for sure going to go? And in that case, you did. But yeah. the the fifteen hundred not not ever seems it does never seems to be the case for the fifteen hundred for the men. And the the five and the ten are tricky. What if they just held meets just for those events, just like the the anti chaos theory games? We'll call them that. And you just you get the best rabbit. You get that wave light technology that they use at the Impossible Games. And they just every week it's it's a men's it's a men's fifteen hundred or a women's eight or whatever, men's five. They already do do that. They already do do that. There's so no, many more just distance that. carnivals and sprint carnivals or jump carnivals like. Yeah, but just that, do that like don't even have the women's don't even have out of respect, don't even have like the women's fifteen. Don't even have yeah. the men's eight hundred. Just be like, we're not gonna do the men's eight hundred because well, actually that's a bad example too, because that one what was up with last was it just cause the standard was a little harder last year? There was more there was more standard stuff last well, year. Well, Isaiah Harris was coming in late. Harris was, yeah, he was not yeah, in shape yeah. yet and stuff. So yeah. I don't know. I'm excited for it. Hopefully just chaos happens and I mean we were so hoping for the chaos in the 100 meters when Ronnie Baker didn't have the standard and I, he still doesn't have the standard. That would have been amazing yeah. if he gets top three and runs into a headwind and it doesn't, or no, into a tailwind and it doesn't count. That yeah. would have been amazing. That was so was wild. So no one, that. well, and that no one, one knew was, was happening. No one knew it was happening. And that, that is why I don't discount out of hand the chaos scenario that you propose because. What almost happened in the hundred was that triple bank shot, right? He was hurt early in the year, didn't race, finally came back. First round, right, was wind legal, but he eased up so he didn't get the standard, right? And then was it the semis? He ran fast enough, but it was wind aided or it was into a headwind, so he ran slower, something like that. And then we're like, oh my gosh, if he gets top three and and it's windy, he's not going to have the, the time standard because we looked up when the window closed and he didn't finish top three so it did not become an issue but my goodness it was close to happening yeah one in the hundred two you just do not see that coming in the hundred and then we all know what happened in the 200 that was a complete complete train wreck there oh yeah no one runs the 200 anymore well then you have (laughs) yeah kenny benaric gets hurt yeah yeah it's lyle's and everybody else Lyle's and everybody else. Um, I I think Michael Norman needs to retire from the 400 just to, for the entertainment purposes of the people and only be a 200 meter runner to be Lyle's <laughs> rival. Yeah, like we don't. I I I don't know. I just 
we need give we we need Lyle, we need someone to like challenge Lyles, right? And in, in in Lyles' best event because Coleman challenges Lyles, but Coleman is not a good two hundred meter runner, and Lyles is kind of not well, he's good he's to not win the hundred. Lyles, yeah. like so that we need, but we need someone who's as good as Lyles, and the the only person in the world who's as good as Lyles in a two hundred didn't run the two hundred at Worlds. It's Michael yeah. Norman. Yeah, he beat him. Like, isn't that wild that the 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 second best two hundred meter runner in the world did not run the two hundred? That's just wild. No, it's that's ev- That's not for the two hundred. How about how about this, I mean, Gordon? Not, how about yeah, happened in the women's side too. Yeah. What if I told you the women's side, the best two hundred meter runner in the world, didn't run the two hundred? Not the second best, the best. Shawnee Miller Weibo was clearly clearly the best in the world last year in that event and didn't get it. Didn't get get to raise it because of schedule. Uh well, after did you watch Lyles's three hundred meter time trial? Yeah, yeah. People look at that and they were you say, impressed well, by it? Yeah, yeah. I think the range is. I mean, I don't know the time from from anything. What thirty one was a hand time thirty one five or something? Um, yeah. So I wasn't that impressed with the time. Just the versatility is is yeah. impressive though, from hundred all the way up to four hundred. I don't, I'd like to see him in everything. Well, yeah, like I mean, no allows can run a, no allows can run a forty-four second four hundred backwards. Like, if you're the amount of people you just assume guy, can run 40, 44 is impressive. If you're a nineteen five guy, you can run forty-four seconds. Like, it's just like, you can. It's just, I agree. I'm willing to I bet. I would. My entire salary that no allows. What would can you? Run what would seconds. What would you have been impressed about with Lyles' time? Like, what mark would he have needed to run for you to be impressed? Um, 30 mid, 30 low. What's the world 30 record? Mid. So the reason why is because I was at that track, and I watched another 400-meter run 31.9. So, like, that gets impressive to me for some reason. Well, because ran- I've seen other elite athletes do it. Like, Tony... I was at that I was at that exact track in 2016 and I watched Tony McQuay run 31.8 or 31.9. Okay, well the world record's 30.8 by Wade Van Niekerk. He's pretty good. So you wanted 30 mid? You wanted him to break the world record yeah. by three tenths? <laughs> what are you talking about? It's a, it's a fake world record. Come on. Okay. Uh Usain Bolt ran 30 or Michael Johnson ran 31.85. Usain Bolt ran 30.97. I mean Merritt at pre ran thirty one three. Wait, what? Is, so what did he run? What allows maybe, run? Maybe I'm. Maybe they ran thirty two. Maybe he ran thirty two one. Well, three tenths is a big, big difference. Here. I know. I. It was a. It was an impressive showing. I know he didn't break the world by a world record by a half a second, so it wasn't as impressive for you. But uh, I'm looking up the time here. I want to find this uh, officially here. Yeah. Yeah, we, yeah, yeah. Hold on. I oh, oh hold maybe on. I'm okay, sorry, sorry. Second. Thirty. No, maybe no. Thirty-one fifty. Thirty-one fifty-one is what Lyle's run, not thirty-one three. Okay. Yeah, so he ran thirty-one fifty-one. I, okay. So Tony McQuay ran thirty-one. He ran thirty-one nine. What did he run? Okay, but four tenths is a lot, dude. I guess it is. Fourteen forty-six in the one fifty. Thirty-one. So thirty-one fifty-one. That's hand time, but that would be the 11th fastest all time in practice it's pretty good did you see did you see the 
the tweet between Grant Holloway and and Rye Benjamin about the two hundred meter hurdles. Do you want to weigh in on that? Yeah, that pissed me off. <laughs> Grant Holloway said "fuck you" to me on Twitter because <laughs> I called him out on it. Bullshit. Explicit, explicit, uh, explicit content here. Do you want to explain? So we did an inter- We did a podcast with Grant Holloway literally yesterday. Today's June nineteenth. So yesterday. No, you did it. No, you did it. No, it posted yesterday. You did it with him on Wednesday. Oh, posted. Oh, we did it two days ago. Sorry. Yeah. And be honest with I. He he kept on giving me a hard time for asking him about how he would do in non one ten hurdle events. Right. We brought up, hey, do you think you could beat Carson Wilhelm in the three hundred meter hurdles? Or like, you know, because mm-hmm. he always gets that question. Because if you run forty three seconds in a four hundred and you're a sub thirteen second hurdler. You're going to be asked like about you're just when you're such a talent, when you're th- jumping over eight meters in a long jump, you're going to be asked like, yeah. hey, when are you going to do other events? Right. People want to see more. People want to see him run 100 or be in a four by one. And he gave me a hard time. He's like, dude, everyone just keeps on asking me these like not what am I going to do another event? And he just gave me a, a super hard time saying it was a shitty question. And, and he was good banter. <laughs> it was he wasn't truly upset. But then he was like saying it was a trash question to ask him about who would win in these hypothetical races. And then literally less than 24 hours, a fan tweets at him, hey, who would win in a 200 hurdle? You or Rye Benjamin? And he's like, that's a great question. And I'm like, what the what the hell, dude? I was asking that exact question. And you were like, telling me it was a trash question. I think it, who would win? it pointed out that he actually doesn't care. He just wanted to perform that it bothered him when really it doesn't bother him because he acknowledges it's an interesting question. Who do you think would win in a 200 hurdle? Rye or, or um, Grant? Grant? You think Grant would win? Rye Benjamin's a, Rye Benjamin's a really good 200 meter runner. Yeah. I, very, very underrated. Talk about people who'd be good in the 200. Grant's never, so strangely enough, he's never really run a fast 200. Grant hat, right? He's got these awesome four he's by four splits yeah and he's obviously run i mean he doesn't have a fast what's his 100 pr he has that 60 time it's really yeah it's really interesting to look at his PRs. i would take right now i would take rye in that one i would take rye well you have to take rye because rye knows what it's like to jump over more than 10 hurdles well maybe not more than 10 hurdles but like well no it's 10 it's just spread out yeah yeah yeah, yeah. he knows what it's like to jump over hurdles over 10, yeah a lo- less than 10 more he knows what's like to jump over hurdles over a longer distance right yeah when you've been doing 300 meter hurdlers in your life and 400 and when you you know it's just different i feel like having to, like the steps down like grant has never had yeah. to do that like learning steps and stuff like that he just like three what three steps for short hurdles mm-hmm. i mean for high hurdles mm-hmm. so he's like oh now i gotta think about 10 or 7 or what you know it would take him time to yeah. figure that out whereas rye would be more prepared for it yeah it's a but good question. Like to watch it. And by that, I mean it's a trash yeah. question. Don't ask those questions again. Don't do that. Man. Well, I want to go back in to his the defense. USATF. Okay. Hold but... on. Hold on. In his defense, though, you've been asking him questions like that for three years. So you kind of – you burned your your your, your privilege to Handle ask that question ends. when yeah. – Yeah, well, when he was a freshman, you're like, so the decathlon, huh? <laughs> you went out too hard. I did. Go back to USATF, but I'm going to defend them. Go ahead. So this whole debacle of them saying you're incorrect 
what you read on our website is incorrect. <laughs> you know, they, the, the, the classic, like, how dare you read what's on our website and take it for truth. So they you redid, hold on, let me add up. in here. They like redid the website. I heard this before because I thought when I read it at the time, the, those BU times weren't going to count for trials qualifiers because that's how it was written on the website. And then I called somebody and they assured me that they had spoken to somebody within the organization that the, that the marks would count because the way it was written, it was like indoor marks don't count until January or something like that. They, they had it and, and it was, it was wrong because there were people at BU who ran really fast in that December. Okay, so Go ahead. Is, sorry. I was going to say, this is a this trifecta is of, thing. Their, I was going to say, this is a trifecta of, of USATF saying, actually we lied. Sorry. And you know, yeah. it's no, no big deal, but now it's, I guess it's a quad. What's a trifecta quadrecta? What's the four yeah. of? I can't just keep going, man. I can't. Quadfecta. It's quadfecta. Just keep going. That's definitely not okay. it. Okay. But you know, think about when they were like, "Oh, actually, sorry, our Pan Am Games selection was off. We didn't mean it," and they had to change their Pan Am's team back and forth. Yeah, Remember yeah. that whole debacle? That was crazy, and it was all because. They wrote it wrong on their website and they didn't follow their own rules. So that's two. Number three, <laughs> I mean, they were like, oh, yeah, Mount Sac, you can't have the trials because your your stadium isn't going to be Oh, that's be different. Done. That's different. That's, that's different. And then they you took it away. That no, it's not different. Why did they take it away? The whole reason for well, taking that's... the trials away from Mount Sac was because their stadium wasn't going to be done. And their stadium yeah. was literally done. It's literally done now. It's done before... I... Eugene I understand that. I understand. That. I'm saying putting a hosting situation in with the same bucket of rules around qualifying is two different groups of people, two different entities. So that I wouldn't loop that one in, but I'm sure you could go not too far back and find other ones. Like there's so many rules in track. Nobody knows what's going on. And you have a big organization. A lot of them are volunteers or are not paid that much. So it's, it, I know it's not any consolation to the athletes or, or meet directors when things go wrong, but things are going to continue. This is going to continue to happen. There's going to be these little hiccups, but if you're going to look for a positive here, at least it's, well, they'll figure something out before these meets start, right? No meets happened yet. Have, unless I've missed one, right? Nothing's go, nothing's happening before August that would be sanctioned, right? I mean, high school kids, right? They got those meets going down. Yeah, like, there's nine more sub potato. four attempts happening. Yeah, exactly. There are like two more dash bikes going for. Yeah, Cruz Culpepper. Yeah, Cruz Culpepper and uh, Matt Strangio. I think are both trying to break for it. Some it's the endless summer for the high school kids. They didn't get a season, so they're like, we get to go to August, and it still counts as a as a high school attempt, right? That's fair. What if like an AAU kid goes out there for at the Junior Olympic Games and like runs a Olympic trials qualifying sprint time? Are they going to count it? Mm. Hopefully they do. I would the hope they'd Tyrus be able Cooper, to. Right? Yeah. If Culpepper goes under four, that would mean to because he's going to Washington, correct? You're the you're the yes. the prep correspondent on the show. That would I mean so. him him and Dashback would be going to UW next year they'd they'd have two sub four people on the same team sub four high school yeah. on the same team it's a lot of pressure i mean it is but also i'm just kind of like sub four is so 2000 
like one one impression. Alan Webb ruined it. <laughs> well, no, it's just you, like you have sub four the, fatigue. Did, I get it. Did, you have sub. Yeah. Well, when we did the whole ranking of sub four high schoolers, a majority of them don't become like um, like time dominate the NCA system, right? Like, there's just so many four oh three to four six high schoolers who actually become dominant in the NCA system, dominant yeah. in you know the post collegiate system. So yeah. 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 No, I, I just thought of it from a historical perspective of it it was this rare thing, and then we could almost have two on the same team to further your point next year. Right? So not only is it not not a rare feat anymore, but it's it's so common that two two high school seniors could do it and then end up going to the same college the next year. Yeah. That's why. That's why I brought it up. Um, well, it's also so common that two people could break four and neither of them are the best recruit. <laughs> Who's the best recruit that. for you to? No, Who is it? best recruit in the country. Oh, you have two oh, sub four oh. milers in the country and neither of them are the best recruit in the country. That's crazy. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that one year, what was it? 15 when 15 or 17 when two people broke it. And then two others. It's there was the year when Sam Worley almost broke it too, and yeah. Cooper Tier almost broke it. There were two people who were, or four people, I think, who were four flat or or lower in one year. I think if you yeah. by that point, if you hadn't understood that it was going to become more common, then then you were you were not going to be not going to be convinced. But yeah, they're they're getting after it. They're certainly getting after it this summer. Um, so we'll see about these qualifying times. I know you'll be refreshing the website frequently. Yeah. We have a big uh, track meet tonight in Austin, Texas, 8 p.m. Oh, is this it? Oh, jeez. At, at a track that we shall not name. It's going to be a great meet. We have, we, have, we have a rabbit for this race. My girlfriend, JoJo, is going to be attempting to run a really fast mile, and we're really excited. Sub five. So hopefully it gets USATF sanctioned and then we can submit it into the qualification process right mm. that's the whole that's what it's yeah. all about you know yeah do you have a I'm do you have a meet. rail do you have a rail uh, we don't have a rail we also don't have a mile start line so i have to bust out a uh, tape measure and just add okay. nine meters to the start finish line so well you're going to need that anyway for certification purposes you need a wet bulb thermometer a steel measuring tape you need all these bits of equipment here you need a surveyor to go out and make sure it's it's level um yeah so, so yeah, will you tell me where I'll, it is I'll, i'm not gonna go but uh, no, it's okay. i'm assuming this isn't at the I mean, this isn't at the normal it. track right the normal track no it's at the uh the track where it's illegal to sprint on. don't don't uh, well, why'd track? you say that yeah, you're not supposed to say that. You said you weren't going to say it, and then you just said it. <laughs> well, whatever. Jeez. No one that's going to know what that to, track is. Like, we're going to need to edit no that out. Google track that you're banned to sprint on in Austin, Texas. It's just crazy that yeah. we have a track that's illegal to sprint on. Yeah, yeah well, anyway, that yeah, means she's going to... Make sure she doesn't kick hard. Gonna, that's all I'm saying. I'm going to create a coverage page on Flow Track. I'm going to do the whole... <laughs> gonna have a results page, a schedule. I'm going to have some post-race and pre-race interviews. Maybe I'll get a post race workout Wednesday out of it or something. Is there going to be a fire extinguisher? Cool. There'll be a fire extinguisher. Yeah, be great. <laughs> it's gonna be a good time. 
All right, we'll leave it there. Flowtrackpodcast at gmail.com. A lot of people who love the show wrote in this week. Keep those emails coming. We appreciate it. <laughs> Thanks to Gordon for co-hosting today. Thank you to Alon for producing. Have a great weekend, everyone. We'll see you on Monday.